All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Mental Impact Radio and New Tribe Records Thursday Night Bible Study. We are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Mental Impact Radio, and we have none other than my brother, Mr. Pastor Joffrey. Sanders, let's go, bro. How you feeling, man? I'm doing all right. I was running a, a little bit behind. I had dropped some medication. I was trying to find my drugs. How how's that for a sound bite? We'll use that for a sound bite later. He was trying to find his drugs. Then they'll talk about me later. He does drugs. They didn't ask what kind of drugs, but they were drugs. Wow. Wow. You know, what kind of drugs usually doesn't even matter is just the fact that a pastor said he uses drugs. You should know that uh, Jesus, Jesus can Jesus can save him. He doesn't need those drugs. <laughs> I, can, I can hear look, I can hear all the acnes right now. Ed Joffrey Sanders, stop using drugs. We'll pray for you right now. We got a we got a prayer hour just for you, Pastor. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's all right. The pastor, the pastor is a diabetic uh, type two, so I, I do drugs. Those type of drugs that are helpful. I, I don't need the ones that are from the earth. They're from the earth, man. It's okay. It's okay to do those drugs. <laughs> I like to be the controversial. Amen. Don't worry about. Don't worry about. <laughs> I'll be that guy. It's okay. It's all right. You doing all right? Hey, it's all good, man. I'm doing yeah. well, man. I'm doing well. Um, you know, can't complain. Nothing that uh nothing that a little bit of God can't handle. Well, a lot of God, not even a little bit, a lot of God can't handle. Right. Yeah. Look, look like you had the, the calling the dogs out for me. Like Gina was trying to call me. Like, yeah, don't try to call me now, Gina. Exactly. Try to call you before you don't want to answer the phone exactly, now. Don't, yeah. don't, don't try to call now. I, was, I, I, I was don't sweating. want the late calls. I was sweating. Not, not when it's convenient for you. <laughs> I was sweating. I was like, man, hold on, opioid. He fell somewhere and somebody can't find him. Man, <laughs> hey, some of the areas I work at, you know, in, in my line of work, I, I, you know, I cross through mm -hmm. some hoods, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> things like that can happen. But there, there is in case of emergency, you, you would find out. You would find out. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how, what, how did you like the, the new little intro? Yeah, the the hey, what was what was the um Phil Donahue um Jenny Jones um um uh, what's another one I can throw out just to keep age of myself um music that was playing they introduced you. I just I, just, I I'm just I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. Somebody hey, that, that was that was an old uh theme track theme song for the old station 
So I was oh. like, hey, I paid for it. I can I can play it here. <laughs> the instrumental here. So it, it it's paid for, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. We'll put some use to it. <laughs> no, it's all right. It was it was just funny because I saw you and then we went live and I was like. Am I in the elevator? What's happening? Is the Phil Donahue show coming on? I, I didn't know what was happening. I, so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I didn't, want, I didn't want to get people too hype and everything, you know, and then right. they didn't know where they were at. Bible study, club right. study. I mean, they don't, you know, club, Bible club 101. I mean. That's all right. Right. <laughs> right. There, there's been a few Christian clubs oh, on the west on, uh, on the west coast that I have been involved with. You know, it, it's possible. It is very possible. On the east coast too, there's a Christian, there's a Christian club in um in in Atlanta. Shout out to I think it's uh, the forty seventh spot or something like that. It's a somebody, Christian club. So shout out to somebody them. else was telling me about that. I'm like, and I think we even touched on it. it was, I I don't know if it was me and you talking. I was like, yeah, the. The club ain't a bad thing. Is what you, what you do at the club is it's, 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 the, it's the actions. There you go. It's that dancing yeah, ain't you're wrong. Right, you're right, Gina. The arc, <laughs> the arc is in Atlanta too. Oh, okay, so. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the one I heard yeah. of. The arc. They they got yeah. something. They got something going on over there. That's yeah. A lot of talk about the arc. Amen. Amen. Man, I am well, I am here. I am here. Um, was I wrong to think that there was gonna be a poetry moment? Am I incorrect in that? No, no poetry moment. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be a poetry moment before we got into it, but that's fine. I don't know where I saw that. You know, <laughs> you do so much on the mental impact, man. I mean, poetry moment, you know. No, you, the poetry. The poetry show is actually going to be the poetry show is actually going to be before Bible study. It's going to be at seven o'clock. Oh, come on. And then we'll have Bible study at 9 30. Come on, give all right. Yeah, let me let me hear that free commercial. That's all right. And I and I'm sorry if if I flinch when you say seven o'clock. You you gotta understand. (laughs) I know we're online, but all those on the West Coast were flinching. Like, what's he talking about? It's only six thirty over here. What do you mean seven (laughs) o'clock? So yeah. (laughs) Shout out to the East Coast. We see you. We sorry. We we mean nothing by it. Um, And thank you for uh, the stuff on. Spotify. I I was I was proud to know as I saw you on up on Spotify too. So yeah, you like Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. What 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 else? Mental Impact Radio. Give give me all the links so I want to be able to tell all the people all the places where you at too. Huh? Hello. Yeah. Um. <laughs> on we should be on the apple podcast we should be on google Google. if you're you know if you're an android user yeah but anyway we're on google as well as uh type in mental impact radio and free app and on the radio line app so you can download those are free both free apps 
and you can download those and favorite mental impact radio and hear the music 24 hours a day and hear this show and other shows that we're going to be loading brother orlando i heard most of that but we'll probably have to type it up later because i don't know maybe it's the internet on your end but you are breaking up and freezing over there so Satan has gotten into your Wi-Fi, so I don't. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my internet tonight. That's all right. We we're giving him no victory tonight. Yep, you're stuck. Yeah, that's. We gotta get my end. Huh? Are you back? So. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work we're gonna have to work through it anyhow. Hopefully, and the enemy uh, is upset about something. Anybody can yeah, hear, back now. hear me clearly. <laughs> I apologize. I didn't hear anything you've been saying for the last couple of minutes, so I don't I don't know, but but we we gonna work through it anyway. Um, what we'll do, just even more so, um, we'll pray before we get started and hope that the, the Wi-Fi, internet, weather, whatever it's going to do will work itself out. Um, let's take our time to look to God. Our Father God, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for this time. God, we love you. We appreciate you, God. We lift our hands to to praise you, God. We lift our hands, Lord, in surrendering that we give it all to you, Lord. There's nothing we can do without you, everything we can do with you. So, God, I'm asking you be in this study of your word, God, that you speak to us and give us what we need to go forward in this moment. And we'll continue to go back to your work to hear your voice so we'll know how to um, act better, how to do better, and how to be a missionary that much better of your word. We want to send the word out so more people will know who you are we love you and we give you praise fix brother orlando's internet is wi-fi whatever it is god we 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 rebuke satan and his imps lord we don't want them to be anywhere around us god we give you all victory we love and give you praise we ask these things in the name of jesus amen all right um well, Soldier 3, hopefully in the breaking up that I can hear you talk to us and hopefully we can still um, get some questions from from the Internet, you know, here and there. Um, but we definitely want to continue on from where we have been. I have been um, excited all day. Um, I have been loving the energy that I am getting from John 13. If you remember me saying in um, in these synoptic gospels, the same story has been told four different times by John, Mark, um, Luke, and Matthew, but something about the heart of John. John gives you the vibe. Um, that's the way I, that's what I receive from it. I feel a personal vibe of him being the, the, the beloved by Jesus, um, Matthew, Mark, um, and uh, Luke were doing great, but something about the vibe of John. So, but just a quick uh, bringing everybody up to speed that we've been speaking of 
uh, Jesus identifying the betrayer. Um, and even tonight, um, that's a Bible study into its own. But even if we go up to the beginning of chapter 13 in the book of John, the whole section of the washing of feet, even in the washing of feet um, in the verses 1 through 17, um, Judas kind of set himself apart to um, something was going down that nobody else knew, but but Jesus and his divine righteousness, but the deal he had made for 30 pieces of silver, and that was resting um, upon him. And it was slowly but surely bubbling to the surface. And we're gotten to the point where we, it is just coming to the head and Jesus has been poking at it here and there. But now we're getting to the point where we're going to find out who is this person? Who is this person? Now we know who the person is, but still, if we read this text and John is alluding and he's explaining, but you got to understand he's explaining from the after effect, but he is also giving the vibe. He is giving the temperature of what was going on during that time that they didn't exactly know. And that's what we are reading at, the, at, at this time. Um, going back a little bit, we do remember starting at the 18th, and when we were speaking of, I do not speak concerning all of you, and I know whom I have chosen, but the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up heel, his heel against me, and that's when he was putting it out there that somebody is, is turned on him, somebody that he knows very well, somebody that he has chosen. That's what we talked about a week ago that he, uh, actually two weeks ago, excuse me, that uh, Judas was picked even before Judas even knowing, before he made the deal for the 30 pieces of silver, he was chosen for such a time as this to be the betrayer. But we needed him to be the betrayer because without the betrayer, we would not have redemption today. The scripture would not be fulfilled. And that's what's happening here on um, this day and time, what we're reading through today. So I'm so happy about it. I hope you guys are happy about it, um, diving in here. And also just give me a little update of what we went through. We went through the 19th. Now I tell you before it comes, when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am, remember, he. So you got to say it like that. You got to say he. I'm not just... He, you know, the little H, he, I'm the capital H. I am he. I, I am that I am, where, where, that, uh, where the text says that uh, way back in Exodus. But the, in that, in that right there, I am he, that I am the Messiah. All the things that I've shown you before, all the healing, all the raising from the dead, everything that I've done, You've seen it firsthand. So you should know before all this is about to, to happen, you should already know that I am he. That's why I tell you before it comes, before it happens, because when it comes to pass, you may believe that I am he. You had an inkling beforehand, but this is going to be the major thing. When I die and get up in three days, oh, that's... That's undisputed right there. So that's what he's saying right there in 20. Uh, most assuredly, I say to you, he who receives, remember, lumbano, that is the Greek word for receives, who received as when you're believing, you're taking it in, you're accepting whomever that is giving the word of God, that if you receive 
the word that they're giving to you about the good news, that means you receive me. That means you receive salvation. If you agree that Jesus died and, and getting up, that he is a true Messiah, you will receive him. And because you receive Christ, you receive the father. That's why it says also at the other end of it. And he who receives me, capital M-E, receives him, capital, capital H-I-M, who sent me. And that is uh, God, our true and living God. No other God, not a sun God, not a water God, not all the other pagan gods that they were praising at that time. He is the only true living God. And he sent Jesus to come down on the world to show us how to do this and to um, take on the sins of the world and um, be crucified for it, that we may have that good news of salvation. And then we went to 21. When Jesus has said these things, he was troubled in his spirit. That is what we're going to. That is what we're going to. When Jesus has said these things, he was troubled in his spirit. That's the 21st verse. John 13, 21st verse. And part A, if you want me to be an example there, uh, Mr. Page, and everyone that is paying attention, uh, when Jesus has said Amen. these things, he was troubled in his spirit. And you're going, why was he troubled? And we look at the text, so we look at the, of him being troubled. That means it was bothered in his spirit. That meant something about his, his spirit. It, it wasn't right. It, it wasn't, it wasn't settled. Um, if you want me to be exact, well, the Greek word for that is terasso also about being troubled. That means that it, he was restless and the things were being stirred up in him. Um, that's what it speaks to right there in that text. Torasso. Torasso. And I'm actually not rolling my R enough. I really can get my Latin. Torasso is really how I'm supposed to roll that thing out. But that is trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that. I love doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but that's important because we've also spoken about him being 100% God and 100% man at the same time. So we ask ourselves, why? Why is he troubled? He knew who was going uh, to betray him. He knew all this was coming to pass. He knew that's why he was here on earth. But why did it trouble him? Because he was still man and it still hurt his heart that it was one of his disciples, one of his brothers, one of his, let's put it like that, one of his rider dies. You know what I mean? One of the people that was in his, his crew, his posse, you know what I mean? His camp was going to betray him. Someone that's seen him do all these marvelous miracles, somebody who's seen him um, bring people's life from to worst to best. You know what I mean? Seeing people's lives change from being blind to sight, seeing people's lives change from death to life. Come here, Lazarus, all those things you have seen, but you're still going to betray me? So that still troubled. Troubled his spirit. It didn't sit right. The flesh was fighting the God in him. So it was still a tug there because it hurt his heart. But guess what? This had to be done. It had to be done. Him being um, 100% man, 100% God, that was the fight right there. 
So in 21, when Jesus um, said these things, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. That that's that is the mic drop. That is the record scratch. That is everybody be quiet. What's, what's going on? What are you talking about? I'm gonna betray me. What? Look, just and just even though I know, I know we're in John. I'm going to say, I'm going to give you the Matthew, Matthew 26, chapter 21st verse. And they were eating. He said, surely I said, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. That's what Matthew said. Mark Mark jumped in. Now they sat and ate and Jesus said, surely I said, one of you eats with me will betray me. And this is all having to do, like I was speaking last week when we were speaking about in the 18th verse about who eats bread with me, lifted up their heel. I, how do you eat with me? How do you sit down and break bread with me? Like I said, remember, that's a personal thing. That's a serious thing. And we're going to get in, not only was it a personal thing, this was a respect thing that's happening, what we're going to talk about tonight, getting into uh, pointing out um, who was the one that was going to betray him. So, but still in John, like I said, we're in John, and I love John, and that's what we're sticking with. But I wanted to give you two other places where this is, is happening. He says, surely I said to you, one of you will betray me. And in the 22nd verse, it says, then the disciple looked at one another perplexed uh, about uh, whom he spoke. They're like, who is he talking about? Who is he talking about? And I feel very comfortable into going into the other uh, gospels where uh, we touched on it a little bit the last week and said, Lord, is it I? Lord, is it I? Lord, is it I? And every time I say that, um, being the old church kid I was, I was in the resurrection play, you know, a lot of churches do around Easter time. And that was like the popular part when they had the, the disciples, each one of them. Lord, is it I? 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 And as I said last week, I love that question being answered by his disciples, because like I said, it's a good thing not to be too high, think that you're too much. Let, let me say this. I'm a preacher. I'm a pastor. I've been loving God my whole life. I got my favorite Bible scriptures. Everything happens right go to church every Sunday. I listen to the word. I listen to gospel music, you know. I try to help out where I can, you know what I mean? If I got it, you know, somebody come up on me, hey, you got a dollar, hey, here, you know, it's nothing play, here you go. Like I'm doing everything right, <laughs> you know. I, I didn't mean to move. I know y'all can't hear me on, on Spotify and Apple, but, you know, I'm I'm trying to give my little swaggy move about, you know, it's nothing. You know, it's, it's nothing. Yeah, you got it. But guess what? I don't ever want to be too cool for Christ. I don't ever want to be too cool where I think that I can't be taken down a notch because God does it all the time. Oh, I know somebody in the comments hears me. God checks us all the time when we think that Amen. we've gotten I, God goes, ah, eh, 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 slow down. 
Uh, come on, Kendrick, be humble. What? Be humble. I need you to calm yourself down. And I have no problem being calm because guess what? Even though I do all those things that seem to be the right things, that is not enough. We always have to strive for more. We always have to ask the question, Lord, what else can I do? You pray and read the word of God every day. Why? Because he's got a new word for you for today. There's some things he wants you to do today that you didn't get to do yesterday. That matter of fact, I don't want to say you didn't get to do, but that he didn't want you to do yesterday. He wants you to do something specific today. So if I'm blessed enough to wake up to see another day, because we know tomorrow's not promised, but if I get promised, what we say mm -hmm. last week, I'm going to give up, get up and give him praise. Thank you for letting me see another day. And God, and ask, Amen. what can I do? What didn't I do yesterday? That I can do today. I have no problem with asking the Lord, Lord, was it I? Lord, did I betray you yesterday? What did I do in sin yesterday that I can fix today? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let that breathe right there in the comments. Let me say that again. What did I do against the Father yesterday that I can make right today? Yes. I'm thinking right now, there's so many things that I should have done. I'm, I'm, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Orlando. I'm, I'm, I'm a very transparent person. And, and just like you were talking about the, I was just talking about, Hey, giving money, whatever like that. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. And I feel bad. I feel bad about this. I'm, I'm put this at this how this is how regular I am. I had gotten a dollar. I forget how I got the dollar. But I, uh, it was like it was a dollar I didn't have, and I put in my little work vest that I work, whatever like that. And I was getting gas. I was putting in my bus. I was driving, and a guy came up on me. Hey, he was just digging in the trash. I saw him digging in the trash. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, you got a dollar?" I was like, "Nah, man, I ain't got no dollar." And then he went away, and just that quick, I forgot about the dollar that I had in my pocket, and I felt so horrible and i've been keeping that dollar Ooh. in my vest pocket so i can make that right i didn't what happened i'm a pastor i'm a preacher i'm a christian i, I go to church what why what happened i didn't i didn't do it right no i messed up because all have fallen short we all mess up. We do. We don't do everything right. But I have in my mind today that I want to make that right. That I want to go. The next person I see, I, that dollar is for them. Even though that dollar that that wasn't mine in the first place that I got. When I think about it now, that dollar was for him. I wasn't promised that dollar. It was Amen. gifted. You know what I mean? It came into my possession. And then he asked for a dollar. And I didn't give the dollar. I fell short. Does that mean I want to end my life and it's all over? Amen. No. I woke up another day. I got that dollar in my vest. If I go to sleep tonight and got another chance. And trust me, I'm in a job where I... 
have these opportunities a lot. So trust me, I'm coming up off that dollar. I want that chance to make mm-hmm. it right. So I have no problem with asking God, what didn't I do yesterday that I can make right today that I'm already apologetic for? I'm I'm apologetic for that situation because that dollar right there, I, I didn't see the big picture of that dollar. I was like, oh, I got a dollar. Ooh, I'm going to give me a soda. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. It was, it was just, hey, I got a dollar. I didn't think, but I was so quick to turn them down. Then, look, it, it, it was quick. Hey, you got a dollar? No, nah, no, nah, man, I ain't got no dollar. Just, just without hesitation and had a dollar with, with no problem. That's still sitting on me, but I'm, I'm going to make that right. And that's something, guess what? I have to work on. I get that chance. I want to continue. I continue to work on it. So when I see in this text that we're in John, when he's saying somebody betrayed him, I felt like I betrayed him in that moment, in real life, in modern day, real time. I'm telling you, I'm not talking about 2000 years ago. I'm talking about just the other day. I betrayed him by not giving up that dollar. So I want a chance to do that right. I'm not I'm not too high to get knocked down and say this is something that I need to do better. So I'm I have no problem that they were asking that question. But I like this text and I giggle because in my studies of this text in this part where he asked in the 21st and say, when you will betray me. And the 22nd says the disciples looked at one another perplexed about whom he spoke and they asked. Now check this out. This this is where. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm already laughing. 23. Now there was a leaning on Jesus' bosom of one of his disciples who, who Jesus loved. And I loved how John is talking about himself, but he didn't say me, he says uh of his disciples of whom Jesus loved. It's like I can see the swag in, in his in his voice, even in the text, I care, because it's me. I'm 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 beloved. I, I am John the beloved. But, but he just wrote in whom Jesus loved, <laughs> and the lean, and Jesus and what they say now they're leaning on Jesus' bosom. One of his disciples. That wasn't an affectionate thing. That was a safe place. That was only so many people can get that close. That's the like mm. lean in. It's almost like the you know husband or wife. You know at a certain spot. You know what I mean. Nobody else can be there, but your significant other, and you know everybody else can be all over there. And but nope, that's where John had his spot, you know, and that's where he was getting ready to ask. And then we get to, and my other giggle point is in the twenty fourth verse. Is now Simon Peter <laughs> therefore mentioned to him to ask who it was and whom he spoke. That's him. That's that's Peter. Who's Peter? Now we know who Peter is. Peter Peter's that gangster. Peter is the gangster <laughs> disciples. That's that. That's that cutting off of the ear guy. We ain't got to that part yet, but we know. Cause we know this story. We're giving up the cliff notes. That's a spoiler right there. <laughs> you, know? you know, when they turn over Jesus, Peter gonna come through. Uh uh-uh, uh, cause you know what I mean. <laughs> And I was actually reading, I, I, I don't know if it was Matthew Henry, but I was, I was one of the study Bibles. And there was somebody saying, because we know how gangster Peter is, Peter was saying he had his sword out. Like, 
Like who did it? Who did it, cuz? Come on, tell me, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he was ready. Like he was ready. <laughs> he even, like he motioned and, and it says motion to him. And uh uh one one of one of the uh one of these uh 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 theologians had said that he had motioned with his sword. Hey, ask Jesus who it is, man. Don't worry, we won't <laughs> we won't handle him right now. I don't know who it is. <laughs> But they said like Peter was looking around like who who who, who is it? But the key that I want you to know in here, and that's the funny part for me. But the key that Peter asked John to do that because he knew he was the love, you know, whom Jesus loved. That was that was the one next to his heart. So he knew if somebody was going to find out, John can find out for all of them. So that's what he was telling when he motioned to ask of whom he spoke, who he's talking about. So, so with all that fun and hilariousness of the where John right there in the bosom <laughs> of Jesus and Simon Peter walking around with, with, with his sword, with you know, with his Chuck Taylor sandals and, and his his Dickies robe. Oh, I said it. Somebody go ahead and put laugh emoji. <laughs> wow, I was a, I was about laugh emojis up. I'm, I'm 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 being funny now but serious too i was about to yeah i was about, to ask, you, I was about yeah. to ask you so peter was uh ratchet and righteous yes yes ratchet <laughs> and righteous at the same time you know we can get into the whole conversation there are certain churches and certain neighborhoods where the deacons are strapped some some christians have a problem with that you know some some don't but some do. So I don't, you know, I don't want to get into a big discussion on that, but there's churches where deacons are strapped up and they're the officers of the church. If you don't know the position of the deacon in the hierarchy, they're next to the pastor because the deacons remember during, even during the biblical time, they were the ones setting up the church. They were setting up the tents, getting everything ready. They were security for everybody that they, they were doing all of that. They were doing all of that. So the deacons had a hard job. So they they were the church security. So Peter acting like the church security, being the disciple, he asked John, oh, ask him who it was. So we go to the 25th and then leaning back, that bosom place and on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? And then we got Jesus answering in the 26th saying, Jesus answered, it is he whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Oh, no. With, with, it's Judas. I don't know if y'all know, but it's Judas. No, I know you guys know it's Judas. But the funny thing, you got to remember, John is giving this from his perspective and and even with this detailed perspective, you need to know, and you'll see this as we read a little bit further, that they didn't know that he was talking about Judas. But Judas knew he was talking about Judas. And Jesus knew they were talking about Jesus. <laughs> oh, I don't know who that was up there. I just saw Flash on the screen. But yes, Simon Peter was a gangster. Yes, you're, you're, you're right in that. But, man, Mr. Keith Roy. Yeah. Thank you, Brother Keith. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, but Judas knew. but And Judas had already felt put out there. 
Jesus, uh, excuse me, Judas had already felt like, like they could see him, like they, like they knew it was him, but they didn't know. And like I said, that's why I brought up the beginning of John 13 from the verses one through 17 with the whole washing of feet, because there was, there was issues even from there with the washing of feet. They were trying to get the whole idea of, but, but you're our Lord and Savior, you're the Messiah, you're washing our feet. And it was, and Jesus was trying to give them the lesson, a quick lesson on it's, it's more important to serve than to be served. So there is important for us to be washing each other's feet, taking care of each other. And um, Judas had an issue in this mm -hmm. whole little whole little situation um, between uh, the teachers and, and the students. So Judas was already almost at his breaking point where he's about to just go you know i give up y'all y'all just got me out here y'all just you must already know you must have heard the deal of what's going on but but he hit he didn't and see what had happened here in the 26 and this is where we're getting deep into the study jesus says right there and we know it was jesus because it says it in red it is he whom i shall give a piece of bread and when i have dipped and look right there in those days when you gave somebody it was bread in these modern times that was almost like you know like i got my water bottle here cheers that was like yo hey here you go here this this is it cheers to cheers to judas he's a great guy like here offering somebody a piece of bread is putting light on that person that you have a love an affection and a respect for that person let me say it again giving a piece of food during this time this time dip in the bowl but you're giving them a piece or a morsel of food it's a love there's a respect that you have for that person and guess what that is eating judas up because judas didn't have that love and respect for him he has slowly been turning from him. That is what was happening here. And in this, this motion, in this gesture, believe it or not, this is the human side of Jesus giving Judas a shot to go, hey, you can back out this whole thing. You already did the 30 pieces of silver. Nobody else knows that. I know, you know, nobody else knows. But if you accept this piece of bread, accept this that I'm giving to you because I'm showing you my respect for you. I'm showing you my, my affection for you, my love for you. If you take this, we, we, we probably can turn this around. Right there. Do you believe you could do that? How, how strong are you people of God? Somebody was in a room. You had a party. Let's let's put it in modern day, and we toasting up here. And you had just did something to your brother. You were plotting to take his company. You were plotting to take his wife. You had wrecked his car, and you didn't tell him that you borrowed his car. But he was going. You know what? I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I love me some Orlando Page. So that guy, Orlando Page, that that's that man. Everybody, here, here to Orlando Page. Ooh. And you don't come clean. 
You think you could come clean? You think you Ooh. could turn it around right there? What do you Man. think, Orlando? Let me let me throw that to you. Let Man. let's get this popping a little bit. What what do you Ooh. think, sir? Um, You're already now. Let me put this on you. You've already had a plan to do your brother wrong, or had done your brother wrong. Do you think you could come clean and turn it around? And especially. Probably not, not in that, not in that setting. Not in that not setting. In that setting. Why? What was in like that, that setting? Yeah. What was in that yeah. setting? I see you, William. Don't be late again. No, two tardies. <laughs> on the principal's office. <laughs> Shout out to William in the William. chat. I see. I see him. I see him. <laughs> um, he already. How how do we not know that uh, the reason why? Well, we know the reason why, but yes. He might have been scared that Peter was gonna, you know, draw that sword and get up on him. So right, <laughs> right, right. Bring that up. That's what we're doing here yeah. in Bible study. So yeah. it look, you're look, you already know you got a hothead uh homie disciple who's walking what I'm telling you, he's walking around with the strap, right? And 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 his Chuck his Chuck Taylor yes. sandals and his Ben Davis Dickies uh <laughs> robe, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Repping Christ. Man. He said, that's on Christ, cuz. That's on Christ. So you're you're fearing death. You're fearing embarrassment. But how important do you want to turn it around? We got to think about this, and this is an important thing. I know we're in the study of this and, you know, a historical thing, but study doesn't mean anything if we don't apply it to what we got going on today. If you've been exactly. doing somebody wrong, we've been doing each other wrong. Um, we can't be afraid to turn it around. We can't be afraid to say, you know what? I had, I was doing my boy wrong and I want to come clean about it. I want to come clean about it. Are we more concerned about coming clean about it because is it going to feel good? Is it going to feel right? Or are you more afraid of the reaction? Are you afraid that you're going to get disowned? You're going to lose a friend. Um, somebody like Peter is going to bring violence to you. What is the reasoning? Because right now we're doing things. We're walking around. There's things that we do in sin knowingly and unknowingly but i want to talk about the stuff that you know that you're doing can you turn it around and this is why i asked you that this question take away the people because the people in what we're talking right now remember we're telling the story we know who it is he knows who it is jesus knows who it is but at that time the disciples don't know they have no idea even with Jesus, that description. Yeah, remember, they were eating. So Jesus had already been eating. Look, don't forget, we started at the 18th verse. Remember? Let me read the 18th for you again. I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom of you I have chosen, but the scripture may be filled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. He's already said this once before. He just 
said it in a different way. He just kind of more pinpointed it as in you've already been eating. I've already kind of been toasting. I've also been, I've been passing morsels to everybody in here. That's why they don't know that it's Judas, him that's going to want to betray because he has been um, giving pieces of bread that he has dipped in there to everybody. They didn't know that it was at that time, that moment, if that's who who he was talking about and that he hasn't said by name. But I bring that up to say this. You may be doing some things that your mom don't know about, your dad don't know about, your husband, your wife don't know about, your brothers and sisters don't, don't know about. But guess who knows everything? Guess who sees everything? Our Lord and Savior Amen. see everything. He knows everything. He saw you steal something that didn't belong to you. He saw you take it. He saw you kill somebody. He saw you denounce him around other people just to make yourself look good. You, you didn't want to be a Christian in that setting because you were scared how it looked. I, that's disrespectful in itself. That's worse than taking the Lord's name in vain. You're just like, oh, I'm not with all those Jesus freaks over there. I don't even know if they use that term anymore, Orlando. But, you know, that's like, oh, you a Jesus freak. Like, you crazy for Jesus. I, like, I used to see Kirk Franklin with that shirt. I wanted that shirt so bad. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Jesus freak. I ain't shame. I want, I want that shirt again. So you denounce him. But guess what? I'm Jesus sees you. I'm just, I'm just a Jesus regular old everything. Amen. Right. But Jesus sees you. So being that he knows it, do you want to turn it around? You should want to turn it around because guess what? Even though you was doing Jesus wrong, you were going against him in every way. Guess what? Jesus is still standing there. Arms open. Look, even waving at you. Come here. I take you. I know you're broken. Like I take you as you are. I know you sin. I know. I take you as you are. It's okay. I can, I can fix you. Come here. I take you as you are. I know what you did back then. I'll take you as you are. I know what you're doing right now. I'll take you as you are. That's because he loves us that much. Amen. He loves us. That's, that's what all salvation is about. It's about confessing your sin, saying that I'm a sinner. You know, I'm I'm wrong. Lord, I need you to take these sins off of me. I apologize for the sins I've been doing. I want to do right. That's what salvation is about. It's about being big enough to say, it was me. I did it. Confessing. Uh, who broke my window? Telling the truth isn't going to be easy. I don't know if they showed, did they show that ad over there, Orlando, in your side of the world over in Virginia? That was a little kid's thing where it's a kid broke the window and it was a quick commercial. There was a little dude singing. It was a quick commercial. He broke the window with the ball and it turned into like a quick musical. It was like, uh, we we actually, me and uh, my cousin Bartuan, we did it on one of our, our Kimfo mixtapes. Uh, um, we put that commercial on there. <laughs> They say, who broke my window? And then the kid jumps in, telling the truth isn't going to be easy. Glass everywhere I look, who broke my window? Why does my stomach feel 
uh, troubled and queasy. Ha ha, who could bow? Who could a little culprit be? Believe it or not, that commercial, I couldn't help but keep singing it. But that little commercial <laughs> was a it was a Jesus Latter-day Saints commercial. Even though I might not oh, wow. believe in the whole Latter-day Saints um, doctrine, but I do believe with the telling the truth, being honest, saying that you did something. And they made a difference when he was honest about breaking the window. I see you, Aunt Ants, in the chat. I thought you were going through a. Uh, I thought you were going through a flashback or something. I know. was, man. I, I felt. I felt all of that. I felt all of that. Matter of fact, this is what I'm gonna do. Side note: When I find it, because I know the internet has everything, I'm gonna find that commercial and I'm gonna post it on your page. So everybody, remember, I talked about the broke my window commercial. I'm posting it, and I'm gonna have him share it. On uh, Mental Impact Radio, I'm gonna make him put it on 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 the Spotify too. Put it on <laughs> Apple. Put it everywhere, so they can figure out what it at is. At first, I thought you were, huh? At first, I thought you were quoting um uh, Goody. At first, I thought you were quoting Goody Mob for a minute though. Who's peeking in my window, pal? Oh, wow! <laughs> Look at me there. That's what I'm talking about with the Soul Food album. That's for the old hip hop heads. Thank you. I needed that, Orlando. That, that brought joy oh, to me. My goodness. <laughs> but even all, all this fun, all this fun that we're having, that I that is a serious situation. Because at this point, remember, we started at the beginning where Jesus was troubled in his spirit. He was troubled in his spirit. Because this had to happen. His heart, his spirit, it was hurting. He didn't want to have to do this, but guess what? The scripture, the prophecy had to be fulfilled. So he had to do that. So he was already feeling some kind of way about it. Look, we, we almost had three strikes and you're out. If we go from the washing the feet at the beginning uh, of the text that we're, that we're talking about here, all that coming down. And he said, he who eats bread with me has lifted up their heel against me. That was shot number two. Like, okay, I'm putting it out here. Somebody's coming to get me. Judas, are you going to come clean? Judas, you still ain't saying nothing, right? So now we've gone into it. The disciples have really bought into the situation. Now that he's putting it out there that somebody um, is going to betray him. That's what it said in 21st. So when John, the beloved, John, the beloved disciple, leaned in and said, Lord, who is it? He said, it is whom that I shall give a piece of bread, showing respect, showing love, as cheers, you know, has said here, has, has done um, a toast. I have given respect to. I'm giving that piece of bread. Now, if you take that piece of bread, that's it. So let's keep going. So it's saying, I have dipped the bread and he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. That's who he gave the piece of bread to. So right there. And let me say, we're back to the italics. We have to observe the text. It says, having dipped the bread, he gave it. Oh, important. That morsel of bread, that sign of respect, that, that cheers, that toast. I gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And then now after the piece of bread, 
Now, after the after the piece of bread, and then we're in the 27th verse, Satan entered him. And Jesus said to him, what you do, do quickly. That was it. That was, that was the last straw. Because if he didn't take that bread, it was going to be like, no, I can't take that because, Jesus, I'm doing you wrong. I sold you out for 30 pieces wrong. Jesus, I don't deserve it. But that was it. The worker of iniquity had already taken over on him. And he took the bread. So that meant he was all in on betraying Jesus. That's why it says in the text right there in the 27th verse. Now, after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. That meant that Satan had took over. And I want to bring this to point. Hmm about this right here and orlando you tell me how this feels and 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 god willing and you know we'll see how the spirit leads we'll get all the way to the action of the betrayal because i really want to do go that far but i'm gonna jump ahead real quick when he uh took the 30 pieces of silver when he made the the deal remember they asked him how Will they know that it's Jesus? And he said, whomever I kiss on the cheek, that's him. That is the give up. That is when he has betrayed your Savior. That's when he says, here, there you go. And mm. that thought that I just said right there, that's what happened with the piece of bread. When he said, I shall give the piece of bread that I've dipped. And when having dipped the bread, cheersing, he gave it to Judas, meaning Judas took it. That was his sign for Satan. Look, he took it. I, my hands off. Do what you, do what you must. Same mm -hmm. thing. He turned Judas over to Satan. Satan was already had his hands on the situation, but that was that was the last resort. Even the man, Jesus the man, that's what I'm talking about right now. Jesus the man was like, please don't take this bread. Don't take this bread. Even go the 100% God says, I need you to take this bread because we have to get this done. I see you, Dallas Hicks, Ryan, whatever your name's going to be this week. I'm messing with you, Dallas. Much love, brother. <laughs> um, that was it. That 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 was the that was the that was the step. That was it. Where he took his hands off, just like how Jesus was betrayed with a kiss. Judas was like, "Here, if he takes this bread, Satan go." And that's why it says right there when it finished, and Jesus said to him, "What you do." do quickly like that's done we there's nothing more that we can do and even in that guess what they didn't know they didn't know they didn't know that was going because you see in 28 29 it says but now one of the table knew no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him what do you mean mm -hmm. what do you do do quickly 
And it says 29, some thought because Jesus had the money box that Jesus said, said to him, but those things were we need for the feast or we should give something to the poor. They didn't know if he was just giving him some other, you know, stuff to do. Hey, we had talked about that earlier, you know. You know how we talked to our friend? Hey, you know, man, we would wop, would wop. I need you to go, need to go do that. Would wop, would wop. And he was like, cool, and I'm out. No, that was that much more serious. And they didn't even know. They didn't even know. That's why John is describing this on the outside. This, this is this is after looking back in the situation, writing down the situation. Oh, that's that's what he meant by that. And that's why he could tell that nobody else knew because he didn't know. He heard it, but he, he didn't know what that meant. Isn't it amazing? In this situation, we started this whole study on the fact of Judas had to betray Jesus so we can get salvation. But even looking at the story, hearing the story, in the study of the story, I, and, and this is me, I won't put this on anybody else, but I asked the question, weren't you kind of lightweight pulling for Judas? Weren't you kind of lightweight saying, come on, Judas, don't take that bread. Come on, man, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. You ain't done it yet. You ain't done it yet. You got to, so you give the money back. Come on, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Jesus was even pulling for him. Jesus, 100% man and 100% God at the same time. 100% man was like, don't do it. Don't take this bread. I'm offering this piece of bread. I'm showing you love. I am showing you respect. I'm showing my affection for you right now. Don't don't take this bread. Pull in for him. Put this where we're at right now, ladies and gentlemen. All the things that we've seen to fall short in the kingdom, God is still pulling for you. Not to take the easy way out. Don't disrespect him by taking the bread. Don't just eat with me. I've I've blessed you all the days of your life. Because you're with me, I have given you everything you need. You can complain that you're not a millionaire. You can complain that you got some bills due. You can complain that your your hip is hurting. That's me. Um, You could, you know... Hmm issues with your your wife your kids uh the tax man won't get off my back but god gives you everything you need you 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 still eating you're still alive you're still in a place where you can tell somebody about the goodness of christ don't disrespect me and my don't disrespect the blessing i'm giving you tell somebody else one of my favorite scriptures is about working out your salvation. Salvation is free, but how you pay for it, how you work out that salvation, I don't know. Jack is on um in, in the chat today, but we were I was talking to him last week about working out your salvation. You work out your salvation by you sharing the word of God with somebody else. You work out your salvation by giving that dollar to the person that was digging in the trash next to me. And that that wasn't even yours because it was for him that I'm trying to make that right. Don't 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 turn on them. Give give that dollar away. Give that dollar away. 
Come on, give Christ to somebody, the same Christ that you have. If he can save you, he can save somebody else. Don't don't make him sorry for all the things that he's doing for you. Give it to somebody else. Come on, work out that salvation. God is pulling for you right now. Whatever you want to do wrong, do right. God is pulling for you right now. God will never leave you lonely. He will always be a friend to the friendless. Don't disrespect mm. Don't turn up your heel against God right now. He is waiting for you to turn down that piece of bread. Don't turn, don't take that piece of bread. Say, God, I'm sorry. I was going to do that, but I'm going to go this way and watch the blessings that God is going to have for you because you went against what you already had planned. You have what we say last week, you have premeditated sin, but guess what? You already planned to do it, but guess what? I'm going to squash those plans. I'm going to cancel that, that, that addition that I had made in my Google calendar and said, I'm choosing Christ today. I love God too much for me to go against him. He loves me so much. He knew I was going to do all this, but he's still loving on me, giving me what I need. He's still offering me. He's still showing love, affection, and respect. That's that's a big thing. God, God is He's cheering you on right now because he knows you can do better. All he wants you to do is ask for his help. The game is rigged. You know that, right? You know you can win the game right now? Because God's God will help you if you ask him to help you. There is no mm -hmm. way you can lose when God is on your side. Let me say that again. There is no way that you can lose that God is on your side. I don't care how many yards they are ahead of you before the white ticket tape or before the checker flag. There is no way you can lose when God is on your side. I am sick right now. I don't feel well. There's no way you can lose when God is on your side. I still owe rent, and today is the 14th. Rent was due days ago. There's an eviction notice on my door. There's no way... You can lose when God is on your side. He is giving you everything. He's given this word to read. He's given us this lesson. He has given examples of how you can turn around. What would happen if you were turn around? Amen. What would happen if you were turn around? He's already telling you, I got you. I will take care of you. There is no way you can lose when God is on your side. I don't have everything I want, but I tell you this, I got everything I need. God bless you, Jason. I see you. Much love to saying. Stream his song more than enough. Featured him and delivered. <laughs> Be very honest with you, uh, Brother Orlando. I want to stop there. I really believe that that is good for tonight. I really do believe that in what we've said and talked about right there, that is good. And God saying who was going to betray him, but he was still pulling away to try and, trying to get him to turn it around. But we're going to get to after that, 
even even when pulling that, he knew that had to happen. The joy that he has when he knows that all this will be fulfilled. Everybody else is going to have an issue, but that is the turning point of what we've been talking about. The theme of what we're talking about, the, the, the necessity for Judas to betray Christ for our future salvations. No matter what, this had to happen. But just seeing the many sermons, seeing the many lessons in between all of that to show that there was still a chance for redemption, even in what had to happen. Jesus was teaching, even in this moment of pointing out the betrayer, teaching redemption, teaching that you have a chance to turn it around. It's not cut and dry. You always have a decision to make. But once you make that decision, as it happened right here, when he took that morsel of bread, that's when Christ was hands off. Satan entered. That That's it. I tried. That was my last shot. We washed feet. I told him I already knew who was going to do it. He didn't want to come clean. And the last thing, I tried to cheers him. I tried to toast him. I tried to show him love and respect. And if he respected me enough, he wouldn't have taken the bread. But he took it. That's how much he was cut off from me. Because anything in him, still in him, that was for Christ, he would have not taken that piece of bread. But that's how much he had closed himself off from everything that Jesus has done, from all of, all the blessings that he has given him. For him taking himself out of the situation he was in when he found Judas. Think about, can we take that? Can we, can we, can we sit on that for a minute? When he picked him to be a disciple, he picked him out of a bad situation to put him in a better situation. You know, you, you ain't doing good with me. Roll with me. Roll with me. You you got a good team, but you need a new coach. So let me coach you. Roll, roll with me. So that same Jesus that brought you into a better situation, the same Jesus that said, I'm going to show you how to live this right through this life the right way, that same Jesus that raised his best friend from the dead, the same Jesus that they, they healed the lame and brought socks in the blind, that same Jesus who fed 5,000 with two with, with two fish and five loaves of bread, that same Jesus, you saw all this. I'm not just talking about what I'm, I, you saw this firsthand, but you turned on him. You turned on him. I don't ever want to get to the point where I want to close off from Jesus. So I, I, I leave you with this. I leave you with this. Not even just the end of what we read today, but the beginning of what at, at the end. Don't be afraid to ask, Lord, is it I? I don't ever want to be too cool to correct my walk in Christ. I don't ever want to be too cool to come up to another level. I don't ever want to settle in my Christianity. I don't I don't want to just be saved enough. Like, okay, I'm saved. That's good. I don't want to do nothing else. No, I want to go higher in knowing the word of God. I want to go higher. I want I want to represent him on all levels of life. Anything that I can do, I want to do it better in his eyesight. Whatever you have set for me, 
old songs. Um, send me, Lord. Send me. I will go. Whatever you have for me, I will do that. So I have no problem asking, Lord, is it I? Wake up tomorrow in the chat and say, Lord, is it I? How can I make it right? If you bless me enough to wake up in the morning, I need to ask that question. How do I fix what I did yesterday to make right today? Mm. Remember that? Y'all with that? Type that. Type that in the chat. Amen. Type that in the chat. What did I do wrong Amen. yesterday that I can make right today? You should be asking yourself that every day. You you ain't got that too far gone. Amen. You ain't that saved. We all we're all chasing after chasing after Christ. We're Amen. all trying to get closer Amen. to the throne. We're all trying Amen. to do this, this life thing better. We're all trying to be better examples. Every day, ask him for the sin I did yesterday. How, how can I make it right today? Think about that. Lord, is it I? Amen. That that's all I got. Is there any questions? Let me I let's say there any questions in the chat. Am I Amen. you see anything in there? Yes, God bless you, Bertrand. Love your music. Love your music. God bless you. No, just uh Bertrand. Yeah, just um, a lot of comments and statements, uh -huh. not too many questions, but uh, shout out to everybody that made it tonight. You know, my internet wasn't on its best, but that's know, all right. We still got through it. Amen. We soldiered through. Thank you. I, thank you. I saw William. I saw Bertrand. I saw my mom. I saw DJ Chill over there, Anthony Carino. Y'all be praying for Dallas. him. He, he is yeah. he's had COVID, Dallas Hicks, Dallas Ryan. Um Amen. Amen. Everybody, I think I saw Gina in the chat. Hopefully yeah. she was in her Bible study too. Of course. Yeah. Um thank everybody that, that is tuning in that's been regular. Amen. I that, Amen. this has Amen. been this has definitely Glad been able to make it through, Anthony. But yeah, prayers. We, and we'll pray tonight. We'll pray for Anthony because he's battling COVID. And uh, we'll pray for him. But I thank you that he is quarantined in his room li listening to us. So hopefully that, that'll be a help to the situation. Amen. <laughs> All right. Amen. That, that's what Amen. I got, Orlando. That, I, 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 think, I think I, I will definitely, I'll definitely pray us out with nothing else. But once again, thank you. Thank you for the platform. As always, um, God has 20 more hats in your future for the blessing you are with this radio station. So he's going to bless you with 20 more hats on the wall. So let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right. I got, uh, hats. I got hats that's not even on the wall. So, you know. That's... Oh, really? <laughs> oh, you had oh, hat connoisseurs. Right. See, I didn't even know. I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know. That's all right. Our Father God, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for this Bible study. God, we thank you for this time. Thank you, God, for speaking through your word. God, thank you for um, everything you do for us, God. We have everything we need, God. We complain 
sometimes about our, our needs and wants, God, but we thank you for what we do have, God. Don't let us ever get too far gone where we can't be leveled up in you, God. Continue to grow us, God. Continue to make us better, Lord. We continue to keep our ears open for what you have for us, God, that we will take the time to say, you know what? We don't want to sin anymore. We want to do your will. And God, if there's anybody out there, the sound of my voice that does not know you and the pardon of their sins, God, I'm, I'm, I'm asking in the name of Jesus that they, they take you as their Lord and Savior right now tonight, God, that because they choose you, because they were asking forgiveness of of their sins, God, that they can be saved tonight. They can be saved right now. All they have to do is repent and claim you as theirs and welcome them into the fold with this Christian fellowship we have going on here tonight, God. God, please uh, put your hands on Anthony Carino as he's battling COVID, God. I thank you that he is not that sick that he's in a hospital, God, but we want him well. We know he fights for you. We know he lives for you, God. Make him better, God. Let him get through. We claim healing right now in the name of Jesus, God. And because we claim it, we believe that it will happen. We thank you in advance, God. We give you praise for the healing in advance, God, because we know that you're going to bring him through. And we know that you get all the glory and the power for the healing that is coming upon him, God. Continue to work with Gina and her cheek issues, um, praying for everyone that came in the chat, Lord, whatever they were lacking, Lord, that they receive something tonight through this lesson and through your word. We love you and we give you praise. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, All right, y'all. Until next Thursday, y'all be peaceful. God bless yes. you. We love you. Have a great love, week. Love y'all.